One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fancy sponsoring the Battlefever Network? Fancy having your business, company logo, or our social media graphics, and your details being read out on our shows? Well, now you can. Get in touch with us on any of our social media platforms or email us at battlefeverpod at outlook.com. That's battlefeverpod at outlook.com. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. This show is brought to you by the Battle Fever Network. If you haven't already, then please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Just search the Battle Fever podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and never miss a pod again. Hit that subscribe button and you're in. If you don't, we'll send policies round to your door for a talking to. And trust me, you don't want that. You can talk for days. It is safer, really, just to subscribe. a young boy my father said to me put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me and now I am much older there's a place I want to be 
Oh no, I've left that thing on. That's oh, a good start. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. New, good evening. New format. Welcome. This is me. This is me. Um, good evening and welcome to what's now known as BFTV. Now, you'll have noticed there that we're having serious technical issues tonight, right? And the technical issues is we've actually had Mike McCurry in here and he's given a pitch inspection. We came in the ball was kind of getting stuck in the wire on the pitch and stuff like that. We've managed to drain the pitch. We've managed to um, get the place sorted. It looks pretty good. We're on. Don't know for how long, but we're on. Um, we've got new intros and everything there that didn't work. Didn't work. So apologies for that. We'll fix that for next week. <laughs> Professionals, see what happens when I get professional and print off running orders and all that and make it look good. It ends up dying on its backside. Well, you, started, <laughs> you know what to do in the future. Just don't do that. Stuff. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Correct. Um, Welcome. We thought we would, well, first of all, thank the sponsors, yeah. right? We have CP Plumbing and Heating. Um, and again, their wee thing was supposed to be on the screen there perfectly well. And it's, <laughs> apologies for that. We'll sort that out next week. <laughs> we have G4 Claims, who is fantastic use of this um, smashing studio. They need to clean that wall, mind you. Pumda keeps coming in here and graffiti in it. I don't I know. know who it is. Um, and we have Media Print EK. Uh, and they guys really do a lot for the pod as well behind the scenes uh, in terms of banners and stuff like that, which is in the back of Fridges van. So we apologise for that as well. That should be behind me and Paul at the present moment, but it's not. So there we go. It's no special start, really, isn't it? <laughs> start wow. as you meet you go on. Start as you meet you go on. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us and tuning in this evening. We obviously have a, a, a action-packed show. We were supposed to have our tactics board and everything set up, but because of the technical difficulties... Tactics board get flooded and um, it's not available for the season. <laughs> and all the players have <laughs> all the players have disappeared a bit like the first team this season. <laughs> so so we're, we're struggling with that at the moment. Joining me this evening, we'll start remotely next to us there at the top. Look, even this isn't set up right, lads. No, I was going to say <laughs> that's the way we should be. Hello, how are you going? Right. right, join us this evening. Top of the pile there on the right-hand side on our screen. It is the legend that is Gio. How are you, my friend? Long time no speak, actually. I know, mate. It feels like it's been ages, doesn't it? Brutal, mate. It, it feels like, like it's been ages. I've missed you. I've missed it. I missed it. I needed a fix. I needed a battle fever fix, and we're back. Finally, we're back, mate. Well, Rangers we are back. We actually thought, mate, that we were going to have to make this the gentleman's pod that you and Simi created. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure people will probably <laughs> Below Gio, obviously, as he's co-pilot on that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing good, buddy, doing good. Glad to be back. You know what? It's dead funny, isn't it? Because literally, we were all as soon as the as soon as the international break came, we were all like, "Thank God, no more Rangers." And now we're just like, "Fuck international football, get the Rangers back." And I'm, I'm glad we're back, mate. I'm glad we're back. Cannot wait. Sammy, how are we, my friend? I'm good, mate. Can I just kind of add like what Gio said there? Uh, I am glad that we're back to the podcast. I can't say I'm glad the game's coming up on Saturday. I'm still not, I'm still not recovered <laughs> entirely from the start of this season. But no, mate, I'm good. Put myself a wee nice wee gin. Um, Ooh. Got a haircut That's... booked for next week. Nice. Good time. Clock, I know, I agree. My, my barber went off on holiday. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? Selfie. Jimmy, Selfie. Here, Scotty. Jimmy, Jimmy, Simmy's beard's even getting a wee bit of love in the comments as well there. Oh, Jay oh. likes Simmy's beard. Nice, nice. Glad. 
and joining me, joining me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting loved. No thanks. <laughs> joining me in the studio this evening is the legend. He's having my friend. Uh, good evening. I'm very well indeed. Thank you very much for asking. Good, good. Reasons for the change. Bears Corner's been going for what two and a bit year now. Bears Corner, I felt, was becoming a wee bit stale. So what we have today is a bit like a, a wrestler who goes through its, its run as a character and a persona. Sometimes it has to change, okay? So we had stunning Steve Austin. Then we ended up with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, and you see the change was excellent. So that's what we're hoping for with this here. I know that the Bears Corner wasn't good. It was good, but it's good to keep moving. So BFTV takes its place. Everything shall be changed. It should have been changed for this evening. Technical difficulties. Technical issues. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we will we will get everything changed. Um, again, thanks to everybody who've who supported the pod and who's there's a lot of new followers and subscribers and stuff like that and uh, subscribers on YouTube. Sorry, and it's really really good to to see that because we are trying our hardest uh, to bring stuff. You know, for the first team content and stuff like that. It's it's quite tough when you're at the game. It's a different perspective watching the game in that environment where you're having a the only person that's not done it here yet is Gio and that's only just because of location Paul's done it a couple of times Sammy's done it a couple of times I've done it a few times so it is quite hard to you're not you're there as a fan obviously but you're there as well to report back on things Yeah. Um. you need to get content out after the game um, <laughs> what are you talking about me and Sammy <laughs> me and Sammy, me, but even before the game sorry he's done it before the game but me and Sammy were there. What time were we there in that UEFA fan zone thing that Oof. goes back? Past 11, I was saying. The person who was there the longest was Borna Barisic. You couldn't get enough talking to the media. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. We just could beat 3-0, but he was out front and centre. Again. Like, I suppose credit to him for that, but why? he just seems to quite like um, to talk. Hmm. Probably get away from Alan McGregor. They'd probably shout something <laughs> different as well. But... <laughs> um, so that is, that is the changes. We're going to beat the podder this evening, unless we fall off here. Because he's up. Because... I'm, just, I'm just seeing the connections are, and I found them. Because the legend that is Baz Bowski was supposed to join us this evening, but he can't, he's working. So um, that's, a, that's a shoddy excuse. He, he is not there this evening. So, a new feature we're going to bring. Who am I? Now, you don't need to answer, Scott. I know who I am. Right? Very comfortable. Very comfortable in my, myself. However, However, we're going to do, we're going to guess the player. Okay, so I'm going to give you one clue, right? Paul sees no cheating, right? right? Don't want you to cheat. Okay, so I'm going to give you the clue. First clue: I played for Blackburn, Rangers, Man City, and Viking. I think I know. I think I know already. You don't need to answer. We'll get it at the end. Answer in the comments if you want, um, and we'll see okay, where yeah. we go from here. Um, I don't have a pen. G4 claims probably they have hundreds ah. of pens about, but <laughs> yeah, that's just that. So let's get back on schedule. See? Yeah. Very professional. Back on schedule. We asked people to think about our Rangers, and obviously the weekend we're playing Hearts at Tyne Castle. And we asked people to think about our Rangers, Hearts, combined XI for former players who've played for both teams. So John McLaughlin, for instance, could be one. He could be the goalkeeper if you like John. Um, he could be the goalkeeper. He's played for both clubs. Still plays for one of them, obviously, but he's played for both clubs. Um, any thoughts and who is a definite who must go into that team, Paul? 
Oh, I would probably say something like Neil McCann. I would say so. Neil or Lee Wallace. Good shape, mate. Good shape. Lee Wallace on the week that he retires as well from from professional football. I've I've, I've actually got my uh, eleven written down here. Right, go, geezer. We go. Complete with the. Oh, do you want me just to give? Okay. Aye, go. All right, I've got. I was. I chose between. Um, Eddie Alexander and Anthony Niemi, but I went for Niemi because he's slightly... John McLaughlin no get a look in there? No, he doesn't, no. Okay. I'm afraid not. He's not played enough time for Rangers to, to warrant that. Okay. Anthony Niemi, is he, is he finished? No, I think he's only 28. <laughs> <laughs> but where's that? <laughs> Got that way first time in all. Right, who have we got in, in defence then? Okay, the legend is right-back Sandy Jordan. Sandy... Legend. And you got centre backs of Dave McPherson. Nice. Davy Weir. Mm-hmm. Left back, Dave nice. Wallace. That's a defence, by the way. That's a defence. Mm. Good mm. call. Good call, mate. Okay. And I've gone for a midfield sort of three, but yes, utilising two sort of um, wingers. And, and on the right, I'd have Stephen Naismith. Right. All right. Boo. I know. Yeah. But no, no, but you'd have to say he's <laughs> a good seven for both clubs. That's why. Um, and then I'll go with Derek Ferguson. Oof. Yeah. Willie, Willie Johnson. Scored one. Yep. No, two. And then, <laughs> and then, one then on the left, Neil McCann. Right. Okay. Up front, Mo Johnson and Gordon Judy. Ooh. Good show. That's a team. That's that a is a team. And, that, and that's complete with dates of when they played for the clubs. Oh, look at that. I like that. Staro, Staro. I'm going to go to Gio and Simi, and they'll both have dates and stats and everything doing about every single player that they've picked in their team so who wants to start last? Go ahead Simo Gio it's only fair I think being the time difference that you've been in Belfast <laughs> Where are uh, I'm a fucking race or something <laughs> <laughs> Here, Do you know what it's funny it's dead dead funny this but mine's is exactly the same as Polity's So is mine apart from that I have Lafayette up front Exactly Ooh. Big Labo Big Labo Good shit um, I love that's the exact no. same team who would be your captain? Who would be your captain there? Gary Turner's got a cracking point there as well. Alan McLaren. McLaren didn't play McLaren, enough times. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, but come on. We see no, played, though. Alan McLaren played for us for 10 years and he, he got about 10 games as well. Who would my captain be? I can't, I've asked all sports for David Weir. What can I say? Nah, oh, I don't think David yeah. would need to. Mm. David Weir would need to shade it for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to write. Scotty, didn't I remember? I'm just a shameless sort of name drop here, but do you remember when I interviewed Dave McPherson? Davey actually played twice for both clubs. So he yes. had two spells of both clubs. So Correct. I, I like think I like underhand deals we were doing with Hearts at the time, mate. Aye, aye. Um, okay. We just kept passing them back and forward. I think he's got, I think he stayed at either club when his car broke down in the car park with that particular one. Davey, so, Davey yeah. was just the scud book getting passed between both. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you can't even say that. <laughs> I, I think Dave Clubs just genuinely forgot who he played for. And he didn't know. He just done up and go. There you go. All right, definitely. Um, another thing as well, with Hearts and Rangers, obviously there's, people say there's this link, right? There's no link with any club in Scotland to Rangers. Everybody hates us equally, right? Because when you're the best team in the country, you maybe know, as I said, the best is probably quite thingy than it. But when you're the most successful team in the country, we'll go with that. People hate you, of course they do. Um, somebody saying big jig, big jig there. Definitely big jig would would go into that, yeah, that team point, as well. Yeah. Or it would be a shout to get into that team. Mm. Um, anyway, John Souter says Andrew Bells. Um, maybe know the new, but maybe we'll get there. Give it in a couple of years and we'll see how many games he plays maybe, first. Maybe we'll get there. Um, 
going on to Saturday. So, so there's quite a lot of overlap when you think about it. There's a lot of players that have played for both clubs. Mm, yeah. A lot. A lot of good players as well. It's a good 11 with some subs and a reserve team as well, wouldn't it? Got some players in the under-19s. Got a five a side just just at half-time for a laugh. <laughs> I know, I was thinking we could maybe, you know, there's certain games where you could just say, do you know what, lads? Just, just put your reserves out and just let us win the day. Trap <laughs> <laughs> <Just drop> it. <laughs> um, but no, there is there is a fair crossover with both clubs. And even, by the way, you, you suppose you could go to Hibs as well with the likes of Gorham, you know, with, with the likes of Kevin Thompson. You know, it, Kenny Miller. Kenny Kenny Miller. Miller. You know, there's, there's tons there. There's probably a few like that in, in Scotland. You go to Dundee United, you've got Richard Goff, Walter Smith, all that stuff comes in as well. So there's probably a few like that, but Hearts does seem to be the one that's probably got the majority, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's interesting about that, though, Scott? And a lot of the kind of players came for these, these, these clubs to us at a time. We just showed you what Scottish football was like when we could take these players. We still do it, it, but not with the same success. Aye. Aye, that's about right. <clears throat> um, so... Going to Saturday. Aye. We were going to have the tactics board up here for this point and for this part of the show and talk about, for instance, and this is where Simi and Gio would probably become viewers really in this part, but <laughs> those neither know, so there's the positive in this. Let's look at the positive. I think I think we should hand this over to them again. <laughs> neither know. Um I think when you look at the way Gio sets up the team, um, we all know it's got to be like that four, two, three, one or four, three, three type yeah, situation, yeah. right? It kind of varies between that. We all know the new it's Goldson and Sands. That's very unlikely to change unless there is a miracle with Hollander or obviously Davies. Davies. We don't know what's going on with Davies. Um, things like that. So we, for, for me, I was talking to my mates about this. I would quite like to see Gio change it up a wee bit, right? And I think the way we are set up the new, or the, the players we have at our disposal, the new, we're set up for three at the back with two wing backs, right? I think mm. we're set up that you can go King, Goldson, and Sands as it is the new. Mm. Obviously, we want to see Davies and Hollander in there. But going by Gio's selection process at the moment, that allows you to push your two fullbacks further forward as kind of wing backs. And the two fullbacks, for me, that's their strongest when they're going forward, right? Borna Barisic gets a lot of criticism when we know we know that, right? And, and there is times Borna's so frustrating. Um, but Bonner is a wicked left foot that can put the ball into the box and create things. He's done it so many times. He can score goals like he's done. His goal in Ajax was brilliant if it wasn't for the fact Ryan yeah. Kemp was lazy. Um, James, and that was his right foot. James Tavernier is usually run about our top goal scorer every season or certainly our top assist. Um, again, it pushes him up the park. I think that allows you to get Lundstrom and another in there in the, in the middle of the park as well. I, I, personally, for me, I think it allows you to work Morelos into the team because a lot of people say, I'll play Morelos off the right. I wouldn't play Morelos off the right because, you're, you're no. again, it's the whole thing that we're criticising Geo for. It's the square pegs and round holes yeah. thing. I think you've get, you've you've got a wee bit of, you could get a wee bit of joy out of Cholak as your striker and right directly behind them, either side, having Tillman and Morelos because Morelos drops deep anyway, mm-hmm. you know. And it does work as a kind of two with Tillman maybe falling in behind when we're on attack. I think it gets, because Morelos has got to get into the box. Tillman's got to get into the box. It overloads the box a wee bit. I'd like to see that. I don't think Gio will ever do it, yeah. but I'd like to see something like that. You know, I think the fullbacks provide enough of the width going back and forward that would help that out. Yes, probably the shock for a lot. Maybe not, isn't it? If it's not a shock now, is that Ryan Kent would be dropped for that team. Ryan Kent, for me, isn't doing enough to be in the team. Even when Ryan Kent wasn't creating and scoring, his work rate set him apart for everybody else. 
I'm not seeing that at the moment. Maybe some people are. I'm not seeing that at the moment. And I would take Ryan Kent out of the team and say, but listen, it might dent his confidence. I'm sorry. We're Rangers. There's no sentiment involved here. You're either at it and you play week in, week out because you're playing for the biggest club in the country or you're no. And that's just it. I think that's where I'm losing respect for Gio a wee bit. Yeah, I think I quite agree with you. Um, a few points there. I don't think Gio is going to change up at all. Um, he seems too stuck in his ways, too rigid about it. He has an ethos, he has a philosophy, um, and it's very much aligned to uh, total football, the Dutch way. And if you've watched the... Uh, there, was a, there was a goal that the, the Dutch actually scored in the other night. Now, you can see that's how Gio wants to play. Unfortunately, the players we have just don't don't fit the mould for that. We can't do it. Um what he wants to do, we don't. Our playing staff are just unable to do it. Yeah. So he has to be, he has to flex and bend a touch. He has to be able to basically change. And he's, he seems stubborn, and he won't do that. Even questioned after the matches, this isn't working. Are you going to change? No. And it's and it's and it's going to cost him because it's costing the team, mm. and it's denting the players' confidence a touch. And it's and it's gonna it's gonna, ultimately if he doesn't change it will cost him his job. With regards to Ryan Kent, I quite agree with you. I think he needs he needs to be on the bench. Um, he's either tired, he's either lost confidence, or as we discussed um, uh, post Dundee United match or, or during the Dundee United match, Simi, because we were both there covering it for the podcast from the press gantry. The players only passing to him now. Uh, that's because they don't trust him. Well, that's because. There's been a wee bit of a fallout. We don't know. But there was definitely something that you could see in the body language. Something wasn't right, mate. It felt like that to me. I mean, like there was so many times Kevin was getting in really good positions. I was que- I've been questioning his effort and commitment in early games this season. Napoli and Dundee United. I saw that work rate start to come back. I mean, because I was at the game. I was I was right above him for the, for uh, a half. I could concentrate a lot on him. And I find myself, he's trying to get in position. He's making some daffy mistakes, fair enough. But... He's not getting a lot of the ball either. For some reason, people on the passing to him. Maybe I'm just being a bit paranoid, reading into something that's not there, but you saw it as well, Paul. Yeah. It's just, it's it's strange, Gio, and I don't know if it's I don't I mean somebody had asked in one of the press conferences we were at after the game about playing two up, playing Morelos mm-hmm. up with right. Cholak. And he said, I've never played two up before in my life. That's 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 all right. That's cool. You've got a philosophy, you know, and I hate that word half the time is to just philosophy, yeah. right? Because see to me, we have a winning philosophy and we win. And it doesn't matter if that, that deviates away from what you usually play. You're paid to get results for Rangers Football Club. And to do that, sometimes you might need to chuck it. You might need to go mm-hmm. and say, right, do you know what? We're changing our approach here. I felt as though we get the best out of Gio when he jumped in after Gerard left. We yeah. went in that run of like 10, 11 games where we didn't get beat. We were excellent in Europe all the way through, you know, in Geo's tenure mm-hmm. the, the last season. There's just something there they knew. There's a disconnect there. And I don't uh, know what it is. And I agree with Sammy. The Napoli game, there was a lot of work great there. There was a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. It, we went down 3 0. It was never a 3 0 game, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, Geo. What, what's your thoughts on that, mate? Do you know do you know what it reminds me of, mate? If any of any of the guys in the comments are old enough to remember Dick Advocate in his last couple of months before McLeish came in and this sort of insular, sort of stubborn, real world against me approach to things. And every man a blind man could say that it wasn't working for him. And but yet he refused to change, he refused to bend. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's a Dutch thing, maybe it's a 
you know, a stubborn, you know, the way the Dutch can, can be perceived to be quite stubborn at times, but it seems that, and it, it, you know, that, that inability to be flexible, I think could end up costing them in the long run. Um, it, we all seen our form hasn't been great lately, but we managed to, to muster together a win against Dundee United when we all expected, because of the worst team in the league, we all expected to go out and stick six or seven against them. And because that didn't happen and, and we didn't really play well, it, it just doesn't seem... I, I don't know. I've said it many times, maybe even a couple of months ago, since since, since the Europa League thing, I think for me it was, the, it was the, the passion of the crowd driving the team and the team driving the crowd and there was all that. But I just think there's something quite missing there. And, and, and obviously it, it, it's very, very difficult for me from the outside to put, and any of us here to put our finger on it, but there just seems to be something missing. Man. I don't think, if I'm being totally honest, the players have bought into it. They've yeah. bought into his style, bought into his system. You know, um, and again, the, the, the reluctance to play new signings as well seems to have us all scratching our heads when we can all see, well, look, this guy's out of form or this guy's injured. Even the likes of Leon King, when he stuck him in um, against Dundee United a couple of weeks ago, we're all crying out for the kid to get a game, but not when you've got a four and a half million centre-back sitting on the bench who's clearly yeah. fit. Yeah. You know, we want the kid to get game and we're all busting for him to get game, to get game time. But when you've got, when you've gone and spent four and a half million quid, give the guy a run. Give the guy who you've spent a shitload of money on, your massive amount of your budget, give him a run. You know, and it's that. It's And then when, when anybody dares to question that, Scott, he just seems to become very, very sort of reluctant to even to even expand on his answers, which he doesn't need to. Of course, he doesn't need to. But mate, there needs to be there needs to be a change. There needs to be something. I would love him to, like you said, I mean, I would love him to maybe potentially start with two up front, but I could never see him starting Alfie and, and Cholak. It might be it might be Cholak and Kent, or it might be somebody off him or something yeah. like that. But it's never going to be two out and out. The way the way a McCoy and Hitley would have played, it would never be like that under Gio. I don't think. As Peter said, and Peter's a stat always said that with Ryan Kent, 36% shots on target, 33% cross success rate. Yeah, <laughs> As, see, on the whole recruitment thing about no playing some summer signings and stuff like that, I mean, you're going back to having midfields there, that are a midfield three there that was there in 2018, which wasn't good enough to win the league then. Okay, under Gerard. Gerard knew he needed to improve it. He signed Kamara, he signed, you know, Lundstrom, he signed extra players in there. Which I think, I think, and this is where I contradict myself, I think Rangers have a squad capable of winning the league. I just don't know if we have the manager capable of getting that squad to win the league. And that's the thing that's bothering me at the minute. And I hate being downbeat on him because I really like him. I think, for personal experience, if you ask a question or anybody else asking a question, Gio will take the time to explain the reason why he's done something. Mm -hmm. It might not always come across like that in the way it's edited, but he will genuinely take the time with the person who's asked the question and say, this is why I've done this. It might get caught and edited and all that stuff and you might not see that bit, fair enough. But I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if we have the manager in place right now and I hope to God people play this back and say, you were 100% wrong and I'll go... I was rank, I know nothing. I just don't know. And my example of that, mate, is a rival's result against St Mirren. I couldn't get upbeat about it because I can't see my team pulling away. Taking advantage of it. No. Yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. I was I was pleased with the, with the St Mirren result against them and I thought that's that that's uh it shows they are beatable, yes. but we have to take advantage and and, and you're right, there's this uh not near a confidence in this taking advantage. I mean, as you say, they put nine past Dundee United. We struggled with two, and we, and we conceded. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's just, and it's 
don't get me wrong though the way they defended against yeah. them I've seen some of the goals yeah. Jesus I, but once again yeah. it's, it's their cup final against us and they all seem to every team seems to up a game against us it's up to us to break them down but we just don't seem particularly capable of that just now I, I don't it's, it's a real struggle and I'm, I'm like you I'm, I'm a bit of a bit of a, a bit of a vernacular it's a bit of a mind fuck mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't understand it I can't get my head around it how we can have players who we have within the squad some some you've mentioned who are simply not getting a game and when quizzed on it it kind of shuts down that's why I don't know as somebody said there are they his signings then well I don't I don't think they are and that and that's that's the thing that bothers me mm-hmm. I mean I saw I, I, I put a stat in the, in the in the WhatsApp group a couple of weeks back and out of I think he said out of uh, Ross Wilson's tenure he signed can't remember something like twenty odd or thirty players. Out of that, only three, no, okay, like only four have played more than fifty percent of the of the, the games the, the games available to them since signing. And out of those four, three were signed in the summer. Yeah, I mean that's just that's that's a horrific stat to have, and it's mm. and it's it's it's, it's stuff people can get <laughs> fired from lesser jobs, uh, lesser well paid jobs. For performing better than that, I, I, as Robert says here, he needs a Rangers man and staff like Ferguson, McCann, or Thompson. I tend to disagree with that because I think Gio is the Rangers no, man, and Rangers that man yeah. And I think Gio knows the club inside out. He knows what's expected. He's been part of the title. He's been part of a treble winning team. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I think he knows what's expected. Whether it's whether it's him sending messages to above, you know, with some of the team selections. Well, actually, I would rather play such and such who wasn't he good enough two years ago because, or for instance, Stephen Davis, who's aging, right? But Stephen Davis still looks like he can go into that team and still do a job every week. But the fact is, our club shouldn't be relying on Stephen Davis no. to come in and do that job. Mm-hmm. The same with Alan McGregor. Alan McGregor came on for his swan song in the, in the cup final. Right. That should have been it. As much as I love the guy, the fact that John McLaughlin's sticky at Parkhead and stuff like that, and, and there's been a couple of wee things with him, um, and people want him out, the only alternative we have there, okay, with Robbie McCrory, yep, and I would be along the lines of saying, right, would well, you know what? Give the young boy a chance. Fair enough. But the fact that we go back to a 40-year-old goalkeeper speaks volumes about our recruitment at the moment. Yeah. And it's not good enough. What I will say to this, and I, I don't want to labour the point too much, but when, I mean, I, I think people like Stephen Davis, um, McGregor, etc., these, they're all fantastic servants for the club. But no, no, no doubt about it. In fact, they'll be down in some will be down in legend, legend status. They'll be on that hall, hall of fame wall. No ifs or buts about it. But the very fact that midsummer, mid to late summer, when they all got new new one year deal extensions, and that was shouted from the rooftops by the club, alarm bells began to ring for me because they were proclaimed like new signings and they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. These, these these are guys who should be with the greatest respect in the world, but most professional most professionals at that age playing football, I sit in back with the paper slippers. You know what I mean? But they're still going on. And that's good. It's, it's fantastic that they are. But it's, it's the way it was fanfared. It, it really, really alarmed me. Um, well, the, th- the thing is as well, mate, though, though, the likes of Stephen Davis is brilliant in, in certain systems because he holds the yep. ball, he controls the ball, he controls the tempo of the game. But you need runners, you need people around him who can do the dirty work. You know, and that's the issue, mate. When, you know, yeah. I know we laugh and I call him the Ulster Pirlo and all that there, but Pirlo was an exceptional player, but he had young, fresh legs in and around him. He could do that running. We're still relying on the likes of Ryan. We don't have those young legs. We're relying no. on Ryan Jack, who seems to have 
literally from from he came back from injury last year seems to have really really suffered. I don't know if the injuries have caught up with him. He really seems to have struggled lately. Um, and obviously John Lundstrom just doesn't seem the city just doesn't have that bit of bite in him anymore. And and that's what we, we yeah yeah. And and I know a couple of players have been playing with injuries, but mm. again, yeah, like you said, we, we, the the fact that we're going back to Stephen Davis at thirty seven, the fact that we're going back to Alan McGregor, you know. And again, and I, I, and I hate the labour the point, but we spent almost close to ten million quid on a left back and a left centre back. We can't get a game. Yeah. What know, those would have been the prime areas for me um, to recruit for a central midfielder, a box to box midfielder, and a, and a good young strong goalkeeper who can mm-hmm. then come in and take take that role on. And and unfortunately, mate, we we seem to, and that's why the, that's why the, the fans question things, and we keep going back over the old same ground again. But that's why there seems to be this disconnect because we're sitting on the outside going, why have you spent 10 million quid on two players who can't even get a game, but you're sticking a 40-year-old and a 37-year-old who can, who shouldn't even be really, let's be honest, shouldn't be at the club anymore, but are still getting games. I was going to say, just to, sorry to me, just just two, two things before I'm probably off this. Firstly, I'm not being down on the players like Alan McGregor. No, 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 absolutely not, mate. I'm the same. Secondly, with regards to yeah, with Van Yilmaz, um, what John Bennett said in his, his interview, he said he's signed him for five years. He's not going to judge him after five weeks. That's fair enough. You can't yeah. judge him after five weeks because he can't even fucking play the game for us, really. <laughs> so right, you, right. you can't judge somebody you've not seen him play. Sorry, Sammy, you carry on, mate. No, I was going to say, I'm going to try and put devil's advocate here. And this isn't necessarily my view because I agree 100% with everything you've all just said. But devil's advocate here, Cholak's been playing. Tillman's so had his fair share of games. Partner Davis is injured. Suter's injured. Returnal's been getting games. Vidvin's the one that sticks out to me is why is he not getting a game? And then that interview the other day and he said, well, we've bought him for Behind five years. Table. We've bought him for five years. There's no bottom. Judge him there. When they just judge him, we want to see him. We're questioning why he's not playing. You don't buy a player now to play him in two years' time. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And then the game yeah. against Napoli, we played an old team. It was our best performance. Again, just point devil's advocate here. It doesn't make it right because it, it still shines a light in the recruitment policy. Ah, these players aren't good enough. Yeah. If they're not better than a four-year-old team, that's worrying. Can yeah. I can I throw a positive point into this? Now? Go for it. You started it. Go for it. We win on Saturday. We go top of the league by a point. Right? So for all, we are sitting here and we're saying, this is, granted, we'll play the game more than them, of course, but we sit here and we say, right, we've not had a good start to the season. We've been poor, it's been dire to watch, it's been tortured to watch at times, to be quite honest with you. Um, we're still going into Saturday's game knowing a win puts us top of the league. Even for a few hours, doesn't matter, it puts us top of the league. Puts pressure on. Here's, yeah, here's here. where you start asking questions, but here's the thing that we need to ask the players in the club. Do we have the balls for it? Do we have the minerals to go and ask them questions? Yeah. And that's the bit that I can't answer. Because personally right now, and I hope to God the players turn around and know that they would ever know that I'm any sort of person that would turn around and go, we're going to ram that down his throat. Doesn't sound right when I'm talking about balls, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I wish, I wish, <laughs> I wish you wish the balls rammed down your throat. I wish the players would. The gentleman <laughs> pod after dark. <laughs> I just wish oh, yeah. the players would turn around and go, do you know what? We are going to shut everybody up. We're going to go and I'm going to take the game to them. I'd love nothing more. We all would. But that's the thing that we have to keep in, in tow here is that there is isn't the, the sounds it a wee bit is a wee, wee bit, oh, it's crisis, it's crisis, it's crisis. You win Saturday, go top of the league. Yeah. It's no doom and gloom, it's no, it's no right. dead and buried. I've got a shot in the arm after that. St. Man result. And Scott, see, to be honest with you, mate, the, 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 the game against Hibs 
bar an atrocious refereeing decision, we actually could have been level on points right now. So it all would have been a different... It, it, and that you, breeds confidence and that carries on. That flips the momentum, doesn't it? That brings it back round, though, to the whole style of Geo. Is yeah. that if you actually go and take the game to Hibs and beat them right. like you should do, like they yeah. do, you're 3-4 up and that Lundstrom red card doesn't become an doesn't issue. Matter. Granted, exactly. it's a problem for us because we need to go and get it rescinded, which we did. But it doesn't become an issue. The fact that you're just you're just 2-1 always allows that team to get back into the game. We're hanging on and hanging on, yeah, and yeah. you're a glutton for punishment then. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Go and fucking beat them. We're too passive. That's we, our problem. Yeah, we we're haven't not... actually, we haven't played a game yet, Paul, have we, mate? We haven't played a game where we've actually really, really just, just brutally destroyed teams. You know, went yeah. after them. It, it, every, you know, just swamped them. We haven't played that style. The, know, last, and, last, and, the last game I can think of that would, would be against Hearts when Geo first took over. I can't, yeah, I, can't, uh, I can't think of a match. We've, we've, we've had a couple of uh, like 3 4 0 victories in August. Yeah, but a yeah. good start to the season. September's been a bad month, and that's why I don't want to get ahead. I don't want to like, panic either. Right. You look at August, we're quite a good start. Qualifying for the Champions League, scoring for fun at Ibrox, Chole like just having a, a great mm-hmm. I know they're one of the best teams we're playing, but still, goals are goals, points are points. Go to September, and everything just fell apart. Yeah. I just, I just think, mate, the whole thing that I said about the formation we have in Morelos just behind Cholak, wait, with Tillman just, Tillman just behind him as well, is that Cholak's not going it. We've all said that he's, he's very like Chris Boyd. You put the ball in that 18-yard box, he's got right. to score goals. Mate, often mm. not. He'll miss chances, but he's got to score goals. The fact is, if you can get somebody who's out there doing the running, Kenny Miller used to date for Chris Boyd. If you can yeah, get, yeah. If you can get somebody that's out there doing the running, Morelos, even Tillman creating, you're probably going to get more out of Cholak. Let Cholak go one-on-one with a centre-half mm-hmm. and let the other two roam. Mm-hmm. I know it's not going to happen, but I just feel as though if we looked at something a wee bit different, I, you know, I, it's, it's so frustrating to watch because I think we've got the firepower there, even with the players we've got missing. I would, I would also completely throw the opposition because totally. because they wouldn't expect, expect them to us to go 4-4-2 or something. They, they set up for a 4-3-3 and then all of a sudden it gets 4-4-2 through that and they go, oh, uh, oh hang on a minute, what the fuck's going on here? Mm-hmm. I think there's also probably a wee bit of nervousness there because obviously if he if say if one or, or the other was to be injured in the same game, you know, you're you're then left with realistically no one to play up front. So the fact that we've only had two strikers, maybe there's a reluctance there to, to play the two of them up top together. Um right. but then again, yeah. No, Semi, I agree with you. I, I'm just saying I'm trying to think of what I know, I know what, what that reason could be. But you know, again, Scott, you hit the nail on the head, mate. When you've got the likes of Kenny Miller. And you've got the likes of Chris Boyd, and and that that you know you know you never would have thought that combination would work. But I mean, at one stage they were flying, and you know maybe like you say, we just need something. We need a, we need a wee bit of creative spark, something different, something out of left field, just to just to give the players a wee bit of a shot in the arm. And I think, like you say, mate, take the game to them, swamp them, roll all over the top of them, having two big strikers up front, you know, whip in balls from the crosses, you know, let Alfie play with his back to goal and let Cholak run off him. Things like that make could be a massive, massive tactical change. Yeah. I would like to see us concede a goal because we've threw so many people up the park. Mm. <laughs> Rather than it being a shit show defensively. I would love to see, oh, do you know what, though? We overloaded there and we did. We were trying. We were trying. We had their foot in their throats there, you know, and then they came back out of the park and caused the counter. Fair enough. I would like to see it's... a couple of goals like that against us, you know, but it's no, it's usually we make an absolute arse of it. Yep. Nice. And it ends up back in the net. And mm-hmm. that's the problem. And I feel as though every team get that out of us at the moment but it's just they'll make an arse and we'll score 
Oh yeah, it's always almost like just chuck it in the chuck it in, the, whip it in, and w- w- watch the defence crumble. It's just it's no nightmare. It's not it's no good at all. So it's a nightmare. Right, clue two. I was once signed by Graham Sunnis. No, I was twice signed by Graham Sunnis. I know who it is. All right, fuck's sake, come I on. think. <laughs> right, so we signed by Graham Sunnis twice. So there's your second clue. Right, we're going to move on. Anybody else want to bring it? else, back in. Anything else up about hearts, about team selection, about squads, about whatever else before we move on to the actual game itself. Is Lawrence, is Lawrence back? Is Lawrence close to being back? Sorry, Sim, is, is Lawrence back? Tom Lawrence back? Is, back. Is, he, is he close? The, the press conference is tomorrow. I can't make it. So if any of you fine gentlemen can make it, you can batter on. But press conference is tomorrow. I'd imagine that question is going to be asked to Gio if aye, Tom Lawrence aye. is back. Gio did say he was touch and go. Sorry, Sim, on you go. No, I was just going to say, it's like it's very, very easy to panic and people are chucking the league for scarves in the pitch metaphorically in September. But you're right, Scott. We won on Saturday. We go to Happy League. It doesn't matter about games in hand and stuff for that. You'd rather, be taught, you'd, you'd rather just have that psychological advantage, even for a day. We saw Tav's comments about, like, yeah, it's almost September, people should calm down and that, and everybody's like, they're talking on the pitch, and they're right. But he's also right. It's almost September, and people are ready to chuck the league. I know it was bad results and didn't look as if we're going to go to this kind of slump and it doesn't look good going forward. But some perspective, I think, was needed. And you'd think we're 10 points behind where people are are acting. Yeah, totally, mate. Totally. But on the flip side of that as well, you turn around and look at Hearts and you say Hearts winning Saturday, they go levelling points with the second place and two points behind Celtic. Mm. And then that throws another thing into the fire. (laughs) And all of a sudden... How did that come from? Yeah. And that comes back to what you're saying about is this team got the boss for it, have they got the minerals for it? Because that should be motivation enough to ensure that does not happen. That's it, mate. You know you're going to go to Tyne Castle, you know the crowd's on top of you, you know it's going to be a raucous atmosphere, you know that they're going to be right up for it for the get-go. Mm. We are we are going to be, you know, under the cosh. We're going to have to they've got they've got physical players, they've got players who can score goals, they don't have a better squad than us. Mm. But if we're not it's the whole thing we Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. If you match their endeavour and their attitude, nine times out of ten, you should win the game because your quality should sit shine through. If you're going to hide, again, the Ryan Kent thing comes in. No, just him, by the way, but he's the creative player that we pick out. But no, just him. You know, Matondo can, can come into that when when, we go, when when he plays. You know what I mean? You've got other players in there that... that Do you know who the biggest culprit is for me? Yeah. Golson. Golden's been poor since he signed his new deal. He has he's been no poor since he signed his deal. There's no going to be honest. Let's be honest. The only reason he's still at the club is because Nadeau's wanted him. He waited to the last second and to sign that deal. If we'd have let him go, mate, we'd have went back and get David Weir, such as his recruitment. So Probably. <laughs> we'd have probably phoned Hearts. Is Alan McLaren still available? I'll take him in a year's loan. So, no, I... You just know what's coming. You can write the script yeah. for Saturday already. You can see that it's the whole thing. No conceding a stupid goal. It's it's grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck and being clinical when you get your chances. You look at that game at Parkhead. They had three chances in the first half. They scored three goals and they buried the game. Nice. If, they, if they don't take the chances and we get in a half time goal, by the way, lads, we've been shite. We can't have any worse in the second half. You go out there and you grab a goal. It changes the complexion of the game completely. Mm. That's if what can happen. That'll be... Even in that play game against a really good opposition, it's penalties and two schoolboy errors that cost us yeah. the goals. It was yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. offense to him. Napoli played really well, but we played really well to contain him and go to the attack. Mm. They didn't they, like score these wonder goals out of nowhere or where is doing or destroy us. 
it was two stupid schoolboy mistakes and yeah. 17 penalties. Yeah. <laughs> just keep taking retakes to your score. I know. I've said got like this. I've said just shout cut in a minute, you know, and like uh, end this charade. I think the referee, when he's seen Rangers and penalties, go out around the ring way. Exactly. Aye. <laughs> 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 what was that, mate? <laughs> You've not read the memo. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you look at the script upside down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't be a fucking idiot, son. You know what I mean? Um, but prediction for Saturday. I know you don't do predictions, mm. right? Geo, prediction for Saturday. You want to start being prepared? I don't know. It's a it's a difficult one, mate. I, I think we're going to concede. I have to be honest. Nothing nothing this season's instilled me with a bit of confidence defensively. But do you know what, mate? I, I, I'm going to go two one. I'm going to go two one. I think I think that I'm hoping uh, more out of hope, not a think, but more out of hope. I, I hope the players develop the minerals, like you say, mate, and they'll go out yeah. and they'll, they'll put on a better performance. So, um. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1, mate. Sammy? I want to go 2-0. <gasps> Rangers keep a clean sheet? You have to fucking... What's in that, Jim? Get that tested. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to get the, the clean sheet. I think we're going to score quite early. It's going to be quite nervy. And then 70-minute mark, get the game and be, be cushioned. Right. He's <laughs> fucking wasted, isn't he? Steamboats. Policies. What are we doing? A prediction? Oh, okay. I, 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 I don't want prediction in that game, true. Well, um, fucking demail then. You're uh, the problem, no, Gio. All right, I'm going to go with that. Um, I'm actually going to agree with uh, Gio. There, I'm going to go two one to us. It's going to be. It's going to be a really fucking tight match. Um, God knows how it's going to play out. But it's going to be really tight. I'm going to take us for two one. I'm going to get shot to fucking fringe. We're it? all going to age five years. I'll look. I'll look at twenty five. How are you counting these years? <laughs> so, you know a dog, mate. <laughs> fucking dog years. Well. <laughs> My quick life in the pod. <laughs> um, so sorry, Paul. Is that uh, your t-shirt? What kind of t-shirts that? Is that a new store talk? Was getting released next week. <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go three-one. I'm going with Jay Gallagher. I'm going three-one, and I think I think it'll either be Hearts will score first, and we'll provide this mad, amazing comeback. Or it'll be we'll go and pump them three and a hundred and they'll get a consolation towards the end. Sweet. Paul, can you do a favour? Can you check Scott's eyebrow and make sure that's just Andrew he's drinking? <laughs> I bloody hope it is he's driving. You give this clean sheet, mate. Come on. <laughs> is, 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 that, is that the original recipe eyebrow you're drinking? Aye. Boot my nuts. Can I explain it? Speak these tits So 3 1. So as you can see in the chat there, there's a few people saying 4 2. That's always quite a good score for Rangers 4 2. Mm. We've seen we have a lot of 4 2s, I feel. We'll take a few hearts of, uh, against hearts with a few and all. So that's good. Just fucking three points. Just win. <laughs> just, one no. Uh, just <laughs> win. Yeah. I mean, a message to G and the boys. Just fucking win. Just win. Just win, baby. That's all, that's all we need. Aye. We go back then to the rightful place and you put all the pressure onto the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay, Especially coming out of the back in international break after a defeat. We've all been there. It's horrible. Um, <clears throat> it lingers with it's you through a, it's, that. Uh, it's some run of games as well, isn't it, over the next couple of weeks? So we've got we've got Hearts away, Liverpool away, St Mirren at home and then Liverpool at home. 
You know, that's you know, if the players can't get themselves up for those games or something normal. Yeah, and the St. Mirren game is different is going to be different than before it was as well, I think. Aye. Where would that point to? That's the funny thing with Liverpool as well. The way Liverpool are playing, the way we're playing, we'll beat them like 5 0 one game and get pumps is 12 0 the next game. <laughs> um we bit of exciting news actually. The podcast will have a presence at Anfield. We will be there bringing you reaction and content and whatever else. Uh, we're also going to try and make it along to the UEFA League match against well, Rangers against Liverpool as well. Um if uh, we're not too drunk. I mean if 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 we're there in time, um, we'll be there at that. And then we'll go to we'll try and get some Rangers are doing a walk around Anfield apparently. Oh usually we train, didn't we? It's not. It's a walkabout, apparently, at Anfield. Unless they're going to be We abandoned everything, though. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> there is a walkabout Anfield taking place by the Rangers players at quarter past four or four, no, four o'clock on Monday night. And then the press conference, I think, is at quarter to five on Monday night. So we'll be all over that. So that'll be on LTV for about a tenner to watch? Yeah. <laughs> or you can come on to BFTV and we won't charge you. It will still show it for you. There you go. Is that shite? I'm, 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 just, I'm just envisaging the thousands watching at home applauding that. Ah, uh, of course. Yep, yep, yep. I actually we heard it. We, <laughs> should we? <laughs> we, which we, one is it? That's the one. We're on a roll. <laughs> that won't. Uh, we 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 won't put Paul Caesar on behind the paywall to explain decisions. Okay, where they he'll be out there front and center as he always is. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, so I will be there Tuesday night, which will be quite fun. Quick question, I made a print thinking of offering special recycling scheme for pod viewers for the six-foot Stevie Jesus sold us all 18 months ago. <laughs> no, I believe they're probably going to do geo heads. Maybe they're in stop production at the moment. <laughs> um, but I have geo heads. I think you can stick out the tap with the Steve. I just look at the Stevie G one and think of simpler times when I used to watch Rangers for one season where we used to rock up and win 4-5-0 at half-time, and then we did We could all sit and get steaming and plan podcasts and all that. See, right now, it's bipolar Rangers we're on. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing, right? <laughs> it's fun to have it with podcasts, you know what I mean? Because you're thinking, we can't go live after a scudding like we did against Ajax because we go to town on them. And then if you go after we win a big game and you think you can't get too far ahead of yourself because we could beat a fucking Ross County next week or something like that and make you look like a mug, so it's a bit... <laughs> they were great days, weren't they? <laughs> that, that there was peak Battle Fever pod, right? We had, that should have been our one season and we should have chucked it. <laughs> because that would have been the greatest, single greatest season in our club's history for us to do that. Just to go, by the way, I was, what a laugh, we'll never better that. See you. <laughs> That's it. There we are. Um, Unfortunately, we decided to continue on and it's been fucking murder ever since. <laughs> no, sorry about that. I think, I think you've got to feel, feel sorry for the podcast that started uh, after it and called himself like, the 55 podcast and things like that. And you're like, yeah, sorry, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. It's, uh, Excuse me. It's, uh, it's no great, is it? It's been tough. Remember, we used to go live after the old final games that season and we used to just take the pitch. Aye. Again, simpler times, happier times. Oh, happy, happy halcyon days. Hi, but well, they're available to watch on our YouTube channel. Go back and we'll relive the memories. That's like a nine-line Please, don't. Please don't. 
you get four hours, you can go back to the one after we won the league. No, please don't. <laughs> I, I, I actually genuinely had a look at that a couple of weeks ago. Just and I just was forward a little bit because I've never seen it. And I watched it. Nobody's got four hours to sit down no, and watch I, I watched, it. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think I watched it for about 40 minutes in for two or three minutes. And I just, I, I, even I couldn't understand myself. I was appalled at just how drunk I actually was. I was loving it. It was great. Um, so, Jim Sloan's got a great point there. All, all, always remember you're on the right side of the road, lads. Correct. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have swapped that jersey for anything. So, you're right, mate. Um, that's me greeting about 55 season now. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry for you. <laughs> There's a tearing on everybody's eye. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done predictions. We've done everything. Who am I? Next clue. I scored 111 league goals in my career, but none were Rangers. There wasn't a great Rangers player then, was he? There's a, a major clue. Um, going ahead then. We've got to beat the pod a bit, but we've got to need to wait until about nine-ish because it's the what? the legend that is Ryan DeBar that's got to do it. So All we'll right. do that and then we'll finish. Oh, I forgot. I'm not going to win that one. Okay. Um, we'll go on to Castor. I don't know if I can hold one. What for that long? Carry no, on. Why don't you go in now then? No, I'm only kidding. No, I'm just right. go. Okay. Jesus we're going, we're going to Castor now. Um, new Rangers kits out tomorrow. What? Another one? <laughs> is it July? <laughs> <laughs> Your Rangers tops out tomorrow. Get yourself down there in queue for three and a half hours outside the shop to go in and be told there's probably none in stock anyway, and we'll send it out to you in the post. Which you might get a Newcastle shirt, you might get a Wolf shirt. We don't know yet. We'll see you in <laughs> time. Um, fair, the, the, the Wolf shirts are quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are thoughts on this? It's a fourth kit. What are we calling a fourth kit? Why do we need a fourth kit? Shite. Last it. year we had a fourth kit because it was an it was an anniversary kit. I understood that. Mm. Why are we putting out a fourth kit now? And why are we waiting until everybody's in uproar? Money, 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 money. 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 <laughs> so who is in the market in there? Do you know something? <laughs> Two and a half years we've been with Castor. Two and a half years and strips that they've brought out, including including the, the anniversary one and the one-offs and that sort of stuff, and then the, the extra champions one um, and the, the this season's uh, Champions League one. Two and a half years, 14 kits. 14 fucking 14. kits at least. 65. We're anything from 65 to over £100 if you go for the pro ones. That is absolutely fucking scandalous. China or Turkey, isn't it? Yeah, they're, 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 they're basically, they're just fleecing. It's it's a fleece tea. A fleece. There's a fleece. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. By the way, no. But see the thing, Insto. Right now, we always say like, oh, the most successful club in the world and all that stuff, and then everybody else jumps in and goes, no, oh, yeah, no, such and such as, such and such as. Right. We we said that we had the most cats in the world. And then we met Napoli. Right. <laughs> like Sixteen cats in one season. Oh, so they did. So and and of course they are only sponsored by. Member Simi, Member Spalletti. Aye, he strikes Spalletti's walking out the touchline with his wee crutch. And I'm like, look at this damn tracky lad. Look, it looks like a Ned mother. Then we've appointed it actually. It's an Armani tracky though. Most <laughs> 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 expensive Ned in the world. Um, so I, you think about being an Apple fan, but in all seriousness, Castor, another cat. Cost of living's going up. Mm-hmm. People are choosing whether to turn their heating on or no. Mm-hmm. And what's probably going to be one of the har- harshest winters. They're putting interviews with club officials behind paywalls. There comes a point 
where fans are going to say no, enough is enough. And it's going to come down. And it doesn't matter how staunch you are. That's fact that people are going to say at some point, right, stop. And the reason being is we've just been fined part way Hummel and whoever else it is. Elite. Elite for two for 2.5 million or whatever it was. I know that's no Rangers. I know that Rangers... Two, have, 250,000. Uh, we're we're yeah, just yeah. a small part of that. Rangers are very quick to put out things to fan media, to um, the media in general, when there's positive good news going to happen or, 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 go, or you know things are positive in what we're doing. I believe we should have had somebody already to tell us what, exactly what went on there. Why have the club been fined there? Okay. I, I don't like that silence. No. Part of that, I think we deserve a wee bit of transparency there. Will we get it? I don't know. Um, because I think they see it as a you know a historical issue because people who signed some of the deals are not currently on the board. Mr. King. Yep. Um, so I understand that. But I think the fans deserve a wee bit of clarity. I think the whole year we've had since winning 55 or a year and a bit now has been nothing short of a shit show. A Champions World opened up when we won the Champions. Ridiculous. Yep. Edmondson House, which has been put back and put back and put back. I get, I'm, I'm for a construction background. I get materials and all that are hard to come by, especially with the pandemic and all that. I get all that and prices went up, etc. and whatever else. But I just think we deserve better. Our 150th year turned into that, a damp squib. That was the, that the yeah. I mean, it was the the Union Bears who put on the display for that. It was yeah. them, not yeah. no, that, that. That was shambolic. It was shoddy. It was a, we were a slap in the face to the fans. Do you know what I mean, turn up early, get in your seats, and that sort of stuff. And this this we flags wheeled out. You know, yeah. that, it was just it was it was very poor. It was, it was a, a massive letdown. And I think they're not reading the room. Um, they're, they're really not reading the room. Less, less than a week ago, in fact, a few days ago, it came out, as you say, Rangers are fined for fixing prices and they've been involved. Not, not, not saying the club were done, not saying the club actually deciding this. However, they're caught up in this. And, yeah. uh, and the very fact they've been fined £250,000 shows that in some way they were complicit. And then a few days later, they came out and released and a fourth kit. That's, yeah. It's really not reading the room. The, it seems to me that the board... Or whoever's making these decisions are so disconnected from the fan base right now, it's absolutely scandalous. And you've not even mentioned the Australian friendly thing as well, which didn't read the room. Did we ended up fixing it in the end? But that should never have took place in the in the first place. That should never have been a thing that came out. It made a mockery. It makes a mockery of club. It makes a mockery of everything that's good about Rangers. And, you know, and that's and the problem. It look it makes it makes the club look bad, and it makes us as fans look like we're just being taken for an abs for absolute mugs, which we're not. Yeah. And we, 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 things have to be you have to say things, things have to be said. Sorry, Danny, carry on. No, sorry, I was gonna say, can you imagine that friendly went ahead if they won the league and we're in Australia and we're playing them? And before the game, their manager's out with the captain parading the trophy, and we're all just standing there warming up. Aye. That would uh, imagine that, and that was something that was a concern people had at the time. But they're like, No, 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 what do they get about? It'll be funny if we go there as champions near their shadow type thing, but that wouldn't have happened because they won the league. If we went to Australia, it would have been absolutely embarrassing. I mean, they were calling it the Ange homecoming tour and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame them, he's Australian, it made perfect yeah. sense to do that. Yeah. If we went, but if we went to um, the Netherlands, we'd do the same thing, but. Back to the tops. But, but some people might want to leave. <laughs> well, true, I. <laughs> we, 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 we'll see if we, we'll see if we can take him. Your stag, though. And, uh... 
I mean, going to Amsterdam, the Calvin Bassey fan club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 14, 14 kits, right? And we, we can all just everybody's got certain taste, but they are. I quite like the purple one that you're around, Scott. I'm biased when it comes to the purple taps. The white one, the, the Gallant Pioneers one, is a lovely, lovely tote. It's great quality. It fits well, really nicely. It looks incredible. Other than that, it's been very kind of hit and miss. They've just went, put some orange in that, and people will buy it. I mean, yeah. But remember, we were going to wear that shirt as well, that Aberdeen game at home. And then it was the rest of the time. that that just isn't needed. It's just that stuff that we don't know. And it's not important in the grand scheme of things. Let's face it, the most important thing is the 11 to go in the park. But it's the basics. Again, it goes back, it goes back to yeah. it in the pitch. It's the basics. And even the boardroom and the corporate stuff, it's the basics we're getting wrong. The fan media, the, sort of, the fan connection, the PR. It's just the daft wee things. Like, a blind man the dog can see this. How can you know? Do we not have any fan representation on the board at all anymore? I mean, is there nobody? Is there not a designated fan spokesperson there who can who sits on the board? Or am I am I am I talking no. shit? And I don't know. I don't know. If I think it matters. I don't know. If no, no, no. I wouldn't think it would. But yeah. because see that person, that person would get <laughs> hounded, yeah. right? Yeah. They would get hounded because you would be expecting them to lead a charge if you like like now when we're not happy with things that's going on and that's unrealistic because at the end of the day he's getting paid or she's getting paid by those I know I know a lot of the guys on the board are Rangers fans but there's a difference when you're when you're a multi-millionaire and you're sitting on the board or you're a normal punter who watches us who listens to who goes on Twitter every day who sits in the stands who goes and drinks in a pub you know it's completely different you don't they don't hear the same noise that we all hear do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not hearing that. They don't They don't need to bother themselves with those things. And you were saying there right at the top, when is enough going to be enough? I think tomorrow. I think tomorrow you're going to see it. Because, you know, without getting too melodramatic, people are starting to go, holy shit, how am I going to pay for heating this month? Or how am I going to pay for food? Why would I spend 50, 60, 70 quid? In Jay Gallagher's case, he spent 500 quid in two years on kits for himself and his kids. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. can't afford to do that. So, yeah. you know, the fact, if we were winning... If we were out there putting on shows against that, or, or putting on shows and beating Celtic and top of the league and, and putting in performances in the Champions League, everyone would be out tomorrow buying kits. The queue would be around the corner as it's been for the last few years. But the problem is we're not, mate. And there is that disconnect. And I think you'll see tomorrow that the crowds will be significantly lower than they have been the last two years. And it's not just that, Gio. It's not a nice top. Yeah, well, that as well, mate. It looks, it looks <laughs> like that they've just kind of flung it together. Because when I first, when we first seen they kind of leaked pictures of London modeling it, it's like, oh, that was quite interesting. And then you see it, and you're like, ah, uh, that just looks kind of haphazard, half finished, lazy design. I know, I know. It's a bit, it's a bit. Uh, again, for me, going to the cast old thing, you've got a shop there at Ibrooks that. You have 50,000 people every second week, majority of them of our persuasion, who are going there and who would spend money in there, right? Let's face it, we did, we've all done it. We've all went and bought Castro yeah. stuff. We've all went and bought Ranger stuff. We all did it. The fact that that shop is so poorly stocked in itself is a shambles, mm-hmm. an absolute shambles. Yep. Why, why are we putting up with this? I do think, in fairness to the club, I think they realise that they've, they've got this one wrong. Genuinely, I don't think Castor can keep up with the demand. You can go, and again, that's no news, right? News that they can't keep up with the demand. Of course, they can. I look at the amount of problems we're having. You look at Newcastle, Wills, whatever else. Yes, they're in a global league. Yes, they are big clubs in their own right. 
because of the league and the country that they play in, they ain't, they ain't bigger than us. Um, you won't go to the other corner, the other, the other side of the world or any corner of the globe and find a Wolves fan. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. But you'll find Rangers clubs in Hong Kong. You'll find Rangers clubs in Australia. Yeah. You'll find Rangers clubs all in the world. Right? And you've got to cope with that demand. I don't think the club will be caught with their pants doing like that again. No. Genuinely. But, but it's not just that. This is, a, this is a real kind of catch-22 aspect. Because Store can't keep up with the demand for a type of strip. But they've got the time to manufacture multiple yeah. designs yeah. and pump them out. And you, you've seen it yourself. You get you get the new Avengers top, figure store. You have no idea how it's going to fit. No two tops fit the same. It's really bizarre. I mean, I've got the, the last year's home top. It's, uh, it's quite baggy. The, type, the one before that is this really kind of tight fit. But even the same season, the tops fluctuate in their sizing. That's just bizarre to me for the, for a one clothing brand to not have a specific fit for the tops. Yeah, I know. I know it's listen. It's that you could go with Ross Wilson and the recruitment, James Bisgrove, in terms of attracting sponsorship and whatever else, kit manufacturing, whatever else goes on. It is a, a huge part of the club that we that I would say we've actually improved on in terms of the companies that we can attract you know the brand is growing yeah. but is it on the football side is it growing to um a satisfactory standard probably not um I think you could go but then again you could say that across the board in Scotland you just need to look at the sky deal that's just been recently announced to know that the landscape of viewing football is changing rapidly why we've jumped in and secured ourselves into some deal for years and years to come I will never know when we could quite... I mean, Sky were putting out yesterday about how this is the first time they're going to show the SWPL and they'll show six games a season. I mean... I'll, how can we shout about that that you oh, want to show six games? Oh, whoopsie-doo. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Doncaster. <laughs> you know, I don't. I just don't get that. And I mean, how, 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 how to sell your product short, how to completely fuck everybody over. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's almost like a smashing grab a lot of these times. It's like it's so short-sighted. It's like, let's get them under the new rather than try and look at a better investment. Jules had enough. Jules. Yeah. Jules had self-destruct. What's if your ship fallen now because the females will log off? There's even more said about the tops. Like, where Wayne can, like, groan. She tells the idea of size to get. We discussed this before as well. You see it in Twitter all the time as well. People asking each other, how does this new top fit? Because I've got the medium. It was a bit tight. So I got the large. That was too big. Because both cuts are completely different. How is it so hard to have a template design? I think, DHG can get, I think DHG can get it better. Yes, they can. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, it's just a bit strange. Right, I'm going to just give Ryan a wee shout here and see if he's ready for Beat the Podder. He's up against Paul at Seas this evening. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. Will we, do the, will we do the final clue and then we'll do the reveal? Yeah, go for it. I won 18 caps for Norway, scoring six goals. Policies. Egil Ostenstad. Tommy? Yeah. Egil Ostenstad was the man. Well done. Struggs are the great Rangers. As soon as you mentioned uh, Blackburn Rangers and Vikings to Vanguard, I went, I know who that is. Yeah, to be fair, I can't remember who said it, but somebody wrote for the first clue in the comments was boom, and they're right off the bat. I noticed that there was somebody who was was very, very quick. Um, Right, so what we'll do is. 
og gå forbi det på dig. Okay, okay, right. So, first, join us. Well, obviously, as I said, you're up against policies, but we do have, or we will have, and settings, Ryan the bar is going to come on. See that wee phone one there? Ah, yes, mate, that's the one. Slide that up. The blues is one, eh? Oh, turn it down the now just until it starts, right? Aye. Right, slide it up now because we should have Ryan there. Ryan, how are we doing, mate? Hello. Hello, mate. Hello. Just watch what you're saying in case we get put off here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how are we, <laughs> my friend? Hey, all right, mate. See, before we start, yes. can I just add on to what you were saying about the club shop? Yes. We were in Blackpool the other weekend, at the weekend there, right? Yes. And me and my dad both said the same thing. See the difference between Rangers and Blackpool, right? We went into the, black, we went into the shop. And there's different stuff. There's like different kits, leisure wear, and mugs nice. and all that sort of stuff. And then you look at Rangers. Uh-huh. You look at the Rangers store, and it's just taps. It's, it's the horrendous. Is just outstanding. It's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Most says, Jesus, Fridge, quiet in that, beat the pod of music, and nearly fell off my exercise bike there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fridge is here the night more. That's probably why it was up loud. Is um, that what you call it more? That's an interesting yeah, name for it. You know, I heard the music, but it was through the walk. It's been making one. Jesus, Jesus, Johnny, man. Boom, 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 Right, so we'll get beat the quarter. Beat the beat the quarter. Beat the quarter. Beat the quarter. Call. Check that iron brew, please. Um, <laughs> we'll get beat the quarter this evening. It's not been here for a few weeks because we've not been here for a few weeks. Ryan's up against Paul. Ryan, you've met Paul. Paul, you've met Ryan. Don't need right. any sort of introductions. How are we feeling about the policies? Uh, not particularly no. overly confident, if I'm being uh, brutally honest with you. But uh, hey ho, there we go. Hang on, there's another Irish Adonis just back in there. There he is. Yeah, <laughs> I was away to I was away to stand on the queue for the new Castor Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just realise that you can walk in tomorrow morning? I and <laughs> <laughs> right. We've got Ryan Dunbar on the line. We're about to debut the podder. Do to go? Paul, it's season. Oh, Ryan, what about you, mate? How are you? How about you? <laughs> what about you, James? <laughs> yes. Right. Paul, it's season. He's left his phone in the studio. I'm all alone now. Anything <laughs> could happen. Um, Ryan, we know the drill here, mate. We have Aye. a minute on the clock. Um, and we have. Let me put that over there. We have a minute on the clock and we have mm-hmm. that minute to answer all the questions. If you answer all the questions, fine. We'll stop the clock. We'll get policies back in and we shall take it from there, mate. Okay? Right. So, let's set this up so that it goes to a minute and, we, and I know perfectly. Are we ready? Aye. Right, let's go for it. What was the score the last time Rangers travelled to Tyne Castle? For, uh, for now. Okay, okay. Who played for both Rangers and Hearts went on to win Player of the Year while at Hearts while Player Assistant Manager? Oh. Yeah, I think Will we move on? Pass? Aye, no jig. Current Rangers manager oh, Giovanni yeah. Van Bronckhorst signed for the club in 1998 from Feyenoord. Who did he leave for and how much was it? Uh, oh, it was 
Barcelona. Right, okay. What was the aggregate score between Rangers women and Benfica? It was 5-3. Correct. Which former Rangers captain is on the coaching staff at Hearts? And that was just in time there. Right, okay. Come on in, Paul, it sees. Well, it takes him a wee while, he's a wee bit older now, so. <laughs> he's knees creaking as he walks in. True in the war. <laughs> but war, right. the fucking ball. Uh, the... <laughs> your ball. Right, Paul, it sees. Are we ready? Go for it. Right, okay. I'm going to start the clock right now. What was the score the last time Rangers travelled to Tynecastle? Um, I think it was 3-1 to us. Who played for both Rangers and Hearts went on to win Player of the Year while at Hearts while he was Player Assistant Manager? Jake. Current Rangers manager Giovanni Mabronco signed for the club in 1998 from Feyenoord. Who did he leave for and for how much? It was Arsenal and I think it was 7.8. Okay. Um, what was the aggregate score between Rangers women and Benfica? Uh, it was 4-2 to Benfica. Which former Rangers captain is on the coaching staff at Harps? Uh, that's oh, that's that's actually that, that's McCullough. That's Jig. Yes, that's Jig. And what year did Queen Elizabeth II and the Duke of Edinburgh visit Ibrox? You were probably at the game. Oh, I think it was 52. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and that sort of question was got me. So you answered them all with five seconds left to spare. Oh, okay, okay, no, I'm wrong. So let's see who is what, what was the score the last time Rangers travelled to Tyne Castle? It was 3 1 to Rangers. So Port mm. Seas takes a 1 0 lead. Who played for both Rangers and Hearts went on to win the player of the year while at Hearts while I was assist, player assistant manager? It was a legendary Sandy Javdeen. Okay. Under Alex so, McDonald. Current Rangers manager Giovanni Bronco signed for the club in 1998 from final. Who did he leave for and for how much? It was Arsenal. It was a kind of two part question. Ryan said Barcelona. You got it right with Arsenal. It was 8.5 million, I believe, he, he left the club for. Um, what was the aggregate score between Rangers women and Benfica? This is where Ryan kind of jumps back into the game a wee bit. It was 5 3 to Benfica. Nice, man. Which former Rangers captain? Which correct? Which former Rangers captain is on the coaching staff at Hearts? It is Jiggly McCulloch. We've both got that. And what year did Queen Elizabeth II and the Duke of Edinburgh visit Ibrox? It was nineteen forty-seven. Okay, um, I'm putting that down there as a wee Desmond. There's maybe a wee bit of hanging there. So we've got a tie-break question. Oh, only can Ryan, Ryan, we're going to give that to you, mate. Yeah, we're not going to go for Ryan. a tiebreak yeah. question. We're going to give that to you, mate. Um, what you have won is you have won a copy of Rangers in Russia, and I will get that to you, mate. So you might want to, you might want to read about that because that was when John Gregg, I believe, made his debut in that tour for the club. So there's a wee bit of historical facts. 1967, I believe. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I've just got about 14 in the books now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mate, thank you very much for your support of the podcast and thanks very much for coming on this evening, mate. Up late, thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers, Jeff. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. That, I like that part of the show. Just one day. I can take that. Me, mate. In fact, I'll take it here. I like that that part of the show. It is um, quality. It's something that gets people involved. If you want to be part of, this, part of the show, 
um, and being on Beat the Pod, or if you want to just call in one week, DM the pod. We always want to hear from people. Mm. As long as it's sensible comments, obviously, and then we're not going to say it, and it's going to get the pod and yourself in trouble, then you're welcome on. And a lot of your uh, followers don't actually put in stupid anyway. Everybody seems to be kind of sensible. Messages right now. Messages now. Messages right now. Jump on. Get, messages. get on for next week and let's get this let's get this rolling Do because we love to hear for you. Gio's expertly manned the comments this evening. Yes. Um, and it's been great Same because it allows me it allows me to focus on something else. Um, but it's great when you get the viewers and the listeners to, to phone in because it's just something totally different. Obviously, that's for Beat the Pod, it's, it's entirely a different thing, and that's fine. But just come on and give us your opinion. If you turn around and go, actually, Scott, you're talking shite. Rangers <laughs> will go on and win the league. <laughs> everybody says, Rangers will go on and win the league, then that's fine. And there's already some people saying, get me on, which is nice. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, so that's fine. We'll get people on next week. We will try and get Beat the Pod back next week. We will be back with full reaction from, obviously, the Hearts game. We are going to see about trying to get more post-match pods out there because people want... <laughs> Come on, easy pe- tiger. People want easy that after-match reaction, okay? We do. Everybody wants that. That raw, yeah. when you're feeling, that was shite or that was great. Everybody likes that. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I must admit, um, that's... I don't know what happened against Dundee United. Obviously, uh, Sammy and I were covering that and uh, we done a, we done a post-match... This isn't why I brought this up, but I okay, know, go no, for it out yourself. I, I, I have to say this. <laughs> I thought it was. Simi and I done an amazing post-match debut thing. We were very articulate, very insightful, um, and all that sort of stuff. This will be part of Gio and Simi's gentleman. Oh, Simi's just going to walk about a measure and keep hanging for you. Like a tailor does, and Gio's just going to go about and try on all the shots for Castro. That'll probably be, listen, we'll probably get 12 months pardon out of that, to be fair with the matter. Paul, there's a wee question for you as well, mate. And what year was Tina Turner on the Ibrox turf? And here, oh just, just before you answer it, just before you answer it, Rob, Rob just spent it, Rob just sent in that one as well. Tina spent more time on it than Davies, so there you go. <laughs> what you I don't, I'll probably say eighty-three. I don't know. No. No. Paul, oh, jump in and let us know. Jump in and let us know, buddy. <laughs> Got to be nineties, isn't it? Because that's when we well, started. Ninety-four, ninety-four, maybe. Ninety-four, I thought. I, I, th- I thought. I thought it was the eighties. You know, and uh, sort of maybe doing a tour or something like that. Um, yeah, right. but no, I was saying the, the, the post match thing, I, I, I really no idea what happened there. Something that a really good thing, and I sent it to Scott, and he goes, There's no sound, there's no sound, everything was plugged in. So, I don't know. I think when I'd uh, plugged it on the iPad, I'd, I'd hit something and, and the wrong thing, and it was only afterwards, and I about um, four or five days ago, I thought to myself, so I recorded uh, a nine minute post match uh, geo. Uh, Post match uh, thingy and uh, Cholak as well, who's on for five or six minutes and recorded both of them. No sound. <laughs> We're sitting in the pub. <laughs> Scott Phones is. There's no sound in that. Uh, That's right. Thing we did. Paul was adamant that what the power he was raging. He's like, either is. Either is. Tell me to play it back. Tell me to play it back. Try to try, <laughs> turn the volume up. Turn the volume up. Fucking whiz sound. I'm telling you. Get it sorted. I'm like, man. Just, <laughs> 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 I'm just telling you what he's saying. We'd be in there when he's Billy Big Boss, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit perturbed to begin with. Might, might, have, uh, might have disagreed vociferously, then said to Simi, ah, oh, fuck it, let's get drunk. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I, I can't remember leaving the pub. 
Somebody in the pod account they kept putting out gifts to the Muppets team and used to put pictures up. I have <laughs> yeah, no, no idea who that was. Scandalous. I keep it, but shocking. Um, yeah, we were, we were very, 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 very drunk. I woke up stapled to a yak. <laughs> so, if you want to come on the pod, that's what we're talking about, then crack on. We are going to try and get more post-match out there. There might be a couple of returning faces <laughs> we've not seen from a long time. Ooh. I don't know. Um, Paul says, I don't know, but I was sitting in the government front watching. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, you get all hopes up there. I thought, in the future, but thanks. Jesus uh, Christ. Just make it up, we did. I was that, yeah. You could have said anything there with the event, I cool. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, so that's, well, I believe somebody done that with the team one night. Somebody and me and you went, fuck's sake, that's a team. That's right. <laughs> 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 right. On the media country. And we didn't even know the team. And somebody put it out there and we're like, oh, fucking terrible that team, isn't it? That's me, I deflate it now. Sandazas, he's still there. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks very much to Gio for joining us this evening. Man. Love to see Gio. Got it, uh, brilliant to be back, isn't it? We're back. We're fucking back. We're back. So excited. Mm. Simi as well had a great night in Napoli um, watching Napoli against Rangers with Simi. It was actually some of the things we were laughing at was. We were in stitches at times, man. It, it, it was so many things. It was good to catch up, mate. I think it was need for Bethes at that time. Um, it was all right, but we had a great yeah. night, didn't we? Um, so thank you very much to you as well for joining us. And of course, Paul sees we've had a few good days at Ibrox, haven't we? Oh, why? We're bad now because Jody's been twice and got two four 0 victories. <laughs> right, yeah. Jody's to go if the week. Connie Hartland and Connie Stevie four lads. <laughs> I walk, I walk in and Davey Egger goes, where's Jody? She's not here. Fuck off. <laughs> I, 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 in Italy at the time when we were playing Napoli, right, yeah. the fucking world got confused. That's why they won. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it's, a, it's a bit shit. But thanks, most importantly, to yeah. you guys who've, who've showed up in the comments this evening and brightened up our, our day with some of the... With some there you of go. The, John's telling us 1993, Tina played at Ibrox. There you go. John, you're not saying it was John's a looking like... Yeah, it was a, a lot of people like, saying that, but I think Tina Tina did play. I think she did play. Tina will find it. Hey, it was we'll 1983. 1983. Tina's staunch. I've never heard though. John can say anything. Must be right. She's staunch, <laughs> but she's only got about 15,098 miles points, so she just missed. Missed. <laughs> 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 she missed. She missed in Halsey. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky bastard, some would say. <laughs> 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 um, thank you very much. We'll see everybody next week. Well. I would. I'll see you at Liverpool if you want to watch. Ooh, lucky bastard. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch them. I'll be on the screen myself because I'm, I've got fridge ways, so fridge has got to do all the. Is fridge going to be on live? Frid, the fridge Uh-oh. is going to be on live on the screen, Uh-oh. is he? Listen, fridge can't go on the screen live unless he's wearing a helmet. A helmet. I called him a helmet there. Oh, <laughs> but no he, he's got to be like the stick so it'll be like the fridge so we are going to have oh, one day where we just pan the camera in the studio he's just going to be sitting there rubbing his thighs like he does the call with a helmet on <laughs> comedy genius so um, thanks very much for joining us we'll see you at Anfield morning Rangers on Saturday good three points gets back top of the league ask a few questions of that mob across the road and then we'll see what happens after that Aye. then it's all roads lead to, to Liverpool 
Calvin Don't Club. forget, Scott, another wee shout out to anybody who wants to come on, make sure the messages, because everybody will go, ah, I should message him, but they never do. So just get on now. As soon as this is over, yeah. straight right away, jump on the Twitter, send us a wee DM. We'll we'll respond to you and we'll all get we'll all send you lots of love and all that shit. So and we'll get you on next week. So just go new. You're only missing the outro. Do, so just go do, it, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it now. <laughs> Not Gio, you date voice. Do it. <laughs> I was meaning you know that I was okay. Hashtag. Okay. <laughs> I know he's meaning. I was a young boy. My father said to me, "Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me." And now I am much older. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.